Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It ain't the left side or the right side. And it must be the fence side. It ain't the left side. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of On the Fin Side. Make sure you follow our show on YouTube, Spreaker, iTunes, and Stitcher, as well as on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Paul Pickett, and today we're here with NFL draft prospect from the UTEP Miners and tight end fullback Kent Taylor. Kent, thank you for joining us today, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate you having me on. Hey, we're glad to have you here. Uh, it's I know this, you're going through a crazy process right now. I know everything's got to be busy as heck for you guys. Tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, where you come from. So I'm originally uh, from Tampa, Florida. I played at a school in high school called Land O'Lakes High School, um, and I was rated the number one tight end in the country uh, coming out of high school, and then went to Florida and ended up transferring to Kansas, and then I graduated, and um, I went to UTEP for my final year. Now, you said you're from Tampa, and, and just I got to ask you about this. My understanding is that your father played for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He did. He played from 86 to 94 uh, for the Bucks, So that's why we live in Tampa because he just decided to stay here when his playing career was over. So I've got to ask, I know you said you transferred from Florida to Kansas, and then after you graduated, you went to UTEP. What drove that transfer process? I know a lot of times when you, when you look at a prospect for the draft, you see one school, maybe two, and I know you've got three on your resume. What, what do you want folks to know about that whole process there? Well, I mean, you know, if you follow college football closely and you know that coaching changes happen all the time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, I basically decided to go to Florida based off the fact that Charlie Weiss was going to be my offensive coordinator and that I was going to get used in a way that I felt that was good for my skill set. And basically, as as soon as I signed, he left to go to Kansas. So I still decided, obviously, to go to Florida. But after two years, you know, I decided that, it would be best for me to leave, you know, and try and get in a better system for me. So I actually decided to follow Charlie Weiss and go to Kansas. And basically, because of the, the transfer rules, D1 to D1, you got to sit out a year. Well, in that sit out year, basically, he got fired. So then the next year, they brought in a guy from Texas A&M, which was, you know, a real spread heavy team. And you know, we didn't really use the tight end much. And so I graduated and then went to UTEP because I felt that that was, you know, a good fit and basically that they would use my skill set the right way. Now, I know in that final year at Kansas, they didn't use the tight end very much. You had 15 receptions for 179 yards and a touchdown. How did you make the most of that situation? Because it sounds like in a lot of these scenarios, you didn't end up getting utilized. So you're somewhat of an undiscovered talent at this point going into the NFL draft. Correct. Well, I mean, you know, I dropped a little weight um, at Kansas, you know, and basically just played slot receiver and did did all I could do, you know what I'm saying, in that aspect. So, I mean, you know, I just kind of made the best of it by just trying to make every game count, make as many plays as I can every game, and just help my team the best way I could, even though it wasn't the way that I really thought I should be helping. And that's fair. 
I know you, you went into college as a tight end, as you pointed out. You were the number one prospect in the country. And one thing I noticed is you're also listed as a fullback now. And I know you don't see many 6'5 fullbacks. What drove that decision-making process, and, and really how do you see yourself fitting into an NFL offense at the next level with your skill set? I think that I'm somebody that I can block and catch the ball. So, I mean, you know, I think that I can be used as someone who, you know, is a mismatch on, you know, linebackers and safeties. And, you know, I'm definitely not scared to block anybody. You know, I, I like to block. You know, I welcome blocking. And so, I mean, I think a lot of tight ends nowadays, they just want to be big receivers, which I do love to catch the ball and score touchdowns, but I also love blocking people. You definitely can't put a premium on tight ends that actually enjoy blocking these days. I know some some evolution of the tight end position takes folks away from, from doing that. You even see a few folks out there that it's basically they treat the tight end as a, a receiver only. So I'm, I'm, I know a lot of folks will like hearing that you enjoy blocking. I know we're predominantly a show that focuses on the Dolphins, even though we cover the rest of the NFL. And I know Miami has the number one blocking tight end in the NFL now, Anthony Fasano. So... Who did you model your game after, knowing that? You know, one guy that, that I really like to watch and that, you know, I think is similar to me is Greg Olson. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just similar sizes. You know, even facially, we look kind of similar. So, you know, that's one guy that thought – another guy that, uh, you know, I, I thought that I had a, a similar game to is Jordan Cameron, which I think he actually plays for the Dolphins for a little bit. But, yeah. I mean, he's another one that I think has similar things that I do. Now – I know a number of teams have probably reached out and expressed some interest. I know every year we, we hear about some of the questions that players get asked. I don't want you to name any names when you say this, but throughout this process so far, what's the strangest question that you've got from an NFL representative? Um, the strangest question I've ever got? Well, it really wasn't a strange question. It's really just, like, how much, like, in-depth they go. Like, I mean – you know, like my yeah. my high school principal, like even like you know, I was talking to him and he told me that you know schools have, or uh, uh, teams had contacted him, like you know, just asking like about my character and what kind of kid I was and things like that. So I guess it was more kind of like not necessarily like weird questions. It was more just like how much they go in depth. Yeah, I was gonna say they definitely seem to get more and more thorough with the background checks every year. When you look at the, the the next level, we talked a little bit about the fact that you're an undiscovered talent. What are some of the goals that you've set for yourself? Well, I mean, first and foremost, you know, make a 53-man roster. You know, I think that's, that's got to be, you know, your number one goal. And then, you know, after that, I think, you know, that your second goal has just got to be, you know, to go in there and, and do the best you can every day to be the best player you can every day. And... You know, I mean, as far as goals, you know, I would love to, you know, make some plays in my rookie year, you know, catch some touchdowns, all that stuff. But, you know, I guess the goal first and foremost is just, you know, getting on a team and finding a good spot and a good fit and stuff like that. Now, I know OTG Sports, uh, the agency that you're with, one of the big things that they have out there is involvement in the community. I know your agent, Chris Martin, he got started out actually after his playing career out in the community with – and. What can NFL fans expect to see from you in the community at the next level? Um, you know, I mean, just really getting out there and, and helping people and, you know, even trying to, you know, help people that are less fortunate and, you know, just encourage them to, you know, be the best they can. And But I definitely think that, you know, going out of the community and using the platform that you've been given as a professional athlete uh, is something that's been very important. And, you know, I think that, 
every professional athlete should, you know, give back and, and, and do their part as far as just back in the community and things like that. Now, what advice would you give to a young player trying to follow in your footsteps? And, and as far as playing in college, playing in high school, or even trying to get to the NFL level, what, what advice would you give to them? Um, the biggest advice that I would give somebody uh, coming up is you have to work hard. Talent is never going to be enough. You know, there's no substitute for hard work. You know, I mean, they're just saying you can't cheat the grind. It knows what you put in. It's not going to let you get out of it what you didn't earn. And, and that that is 100% true. You know, I mean, if you want something, you got to work for it. You know, anything in this world, you know, nothing can be handed to you, you know, anything like that. So I guess I didn't really understand the importance of hard work till you know, later in my career. And, and, it, and it, you know, hurt me a little bit. And so that's one thing is just, you know, outworking people and, you know, things like that. And, that's that's just so important and people don't realize it and I, I sure didn't i absolutely love that phrase and i'm going to keep that one in the back of my head the you can't cheat the grind because I, I think that's actually the fantastic fantastic way to put it a couple last quick questions is there anything that you would like to promote or share that you're involved in out there let our listeners know where they can find you out on social media and just follow what you're up to yeah, I mean, I have Instagram and Twitter, I mean, things like that. But, you know, as far as, like, promoting anything else, I mean, I don't really, you know, have anything else at the at the moment. But, yeah, I mean, just social media and things like that, you know. But that's about it. Last two questions. An NFL general manager sitting hypothetically in the draft room. He's got your name and two or three others sitting in front of him trying to make his final decision with the pick. What would you say if you had the opportunity to talk to him to convince him that you're the guy to go with here? I mean, I would just say that I'm willing to die for it, and these other people aren't. I'm going to leave everything, and not a lot of people are willing to do that, to be honest with you. So, you know, obviously, I think my skill set, like, speaks for itself, but as far as mentally, you know, I think I've come a long way, and, you know, I'm a lot mentally tougher than I ever have been, that's for sure. Fair enough. Final question for you here. You roll up to a red light in your car. You've got your iPod or your phone plugged into your stereo. It's blaring a song. You've got it on shuffle. That song ends. The next song that comes up, what's the one song in your phone or iPod or whatever that you pray doesn't come up and come blasting through those stereos while you're sitting there with your windows down? Oh, man. Um, you know, I would probably say the song Call Me Maybe. Uh, you know, I, I downloaded that, and sometimes, you know, when it's shuffling through, it'll, it'll skip through that one. And that's not really something I listen to anymore. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably the one. All right. Well, fair enough. Hey, Kent, I really appreciate you joining us today. For those listening out there, make sure you follow us out there on Spreaker, YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, and more. And on behalf of myself, on behalf of On The Fin Side, if it's not on the right side, it's not on the left side, it is On The Fin Side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in To see what Brian, Cat, and Paul about to do again We rep our team, you can't change, stop or ruin it All we need is to figure what to do to win Fans Radio, live and direct Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.